When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Edging, take it in front of Bursler. That's a very good match by Diving away. Right in front of Daryl Mitchell. And there is the breakthrough they have been so desperately searching for. Smith goes, he fought hard. Shane. Edging and he's caught it first. Cougar line strikes. And Labashane's long innings comes to an end with just one run to his name. He goes full and he bowls. Maybe an inside edge. Kawaja has failed the exam. He's gone. And Matt Henry has bowled an absolute gem. Bowls and head. Pushes at one. He's nicked it. He's caught behind for one. O'Rourke is in the book at the perfect time. Over the wicket to Carey. Who smacks him straight to cover. Oh, that's a soft dismissal. Carey trying to load up on the cover drive. Has found the former captain, Williamson. That is catching practice. O'Rourke over the wicket, bowls to Stark. He runs the ball to second slip where he's nicked off. O'Rourke gets the breakthrough. Ravindra to Cummins. Goes back. Shout for Lee before he give it. On with the arm, Ravindra. Henry to Lyon. Beaten is nicked off. Lyon nicks off. Last ball of the Henry over. He's got four. And that raises the stakes. Cam Green is on 91. Cam Green with two balls to go in the day's play is on 99. O'Rourke bowls to him. Green cuts. That's gold for Cam Green. He cuts the boundary and brings up his century. For this day, for this test, but for the future, this is the coming of age innings. Cam Green kisses the badge on his helmet and he stands triumphant. Promoted to number four, and he can't keep the smile on his face. And his grateful teammates rise to applaud. Kia ora, good morning and welcome into the show. It is the 1st of March and it is your Friday morning at 5 past 6 on SENZ Breakfast. Ricardo and Mitch McLean are going to end with you. Well, Izzy is away playing uh, golf at the uh, NZ Open Pro-Am. And Mitch, yeah, 279 for 9 at the end of the day's play yesterday. Feels pretty evenly poised. Uh Almost feel like maybe we let them get away a little bit. We could have wrapped this up sooner. How do you feel about day one? Well, first and foremost, listening to those highlights, isn't it great hearing Aussie commentators calling wickets? Of It was awesome. It was really, really cool. Um, I thought the SNZ commentary team did a great job yesterday. Uh, it was a pleasure to listen to every time we got in the car to try drive the baby to sleep. But um, look, uh, the the footage that I did see, mate, uh, I have to say, the wickets not wasn't as green as we've seen in Wellington in the past, and it was probably half a day ahead of what we usually see in Wellington in terms of the movement uh, with the new ball. Um, I thought in that first session, probably Matt Henry could have had four or five early. I thought Usman Kawaja and Steve Smith negated that new ball nicely, but. 
We didn't let them get away, which was really impressive to see. And it gave us the opportunity to get to get back into the game. Those three quick wickets in the second session kind of just got us probably to a point where I thought we were on top mm. for a majority of the day. And then Cam Green, didn't he bat beautifully? I think you've got to commend uh, the way he played. Uh, he came out with a game plan to Matt Henry used his feet, stepped down the wicket, trying to, to meet the ball, not allow the ball to seem as much as it was earlier in the day. And uh, and it worked. It, it got Australia back into a position where, yep, you ask the question, is it parity? Are they even? Yeah, I think they probably are even. I think the uh, – if, if anything, I think New Zealand are probably just a little bit ahead. I don't think there's going to be as much for the new ball. Um for the Aussies. That being said, they do hit the wicket a little bit heavier than our bowlers do. But um, look, uh, New Zealand, What uh, if you had have said at the start of the day you have Australia 279 for, for nine, I think they would have taken that. The average average fi- uh, wickets in the first day at, at the base is seven. So uh, so if you, if you look at it from that standpoint, you're a couple of wickets ahead of what usually happens there. Yeah, okay. Well, that's um, that does put it into perspective for us because, yeah, I, I kind of just was like, when we had them at 89 for four, so you got four back in the hutch of the top five, I was like, we could get these guys for maybe 220, 230. We're, we're looking pretty good. So, But, yeah, 279 for nine is what it is. We'll get a bat today. It'd be a very Australian thing to not bat today, eh? just, to, just to wait for this morning and then go, actually, we're going to declare. <laughs> I think you're getting confused with England, mate. Oh. <laughs> England probably would have declared it 84 for four. <laughs> no, look, oh, they'll come out. Cam, they'll give Cam Green an opportunity to to open the shoulders up. Um, just gives the the ability as well. You you want to make the batsman, the opening batsman of New Zealand, go out there and have to field and then rush back in to put their pads on. Bit of gamesmanship, mate. So I fully expect Australia to go out and bat. Uh, hopefully we can just wrap it up nice and quick because yeah. another 30, 40 runs on top of, of that score overnight, uh, if they got through to 320, 330, um, that in my opinion, on first innings, would probably put the Australians ahead. Yeah, interesting, mate. What about uh, from a bowling point of view? Matt Henry, you mentioned him, what he did. He took four for, uh, looked pretty good. We got a couple from Cougarline, couple from O'Rourke. Ravindra got one. Uh, but of our frontline bowlers... Why are you not saying Tim Southey? Well, because he didn't take any <laughs> wickets. Um, and he was You're off. angling, mate. You're angling. Yeah, you yeah. got all the text in last yesterday yeah. during the show. Tim Southey shouldn't be playing. Tim Southey's too slow. What do you want me to say? Well, no, I'm just saying, you know, I've come around the wicket um, <laughs> and I'm tailing this in there. But uh, look, know, I mean, I'll, tell you, I'll tell you one thing. Yeah. Uh, every time he came onto the bowl yeah. after that first spell... I kind of felt my shoulders drop and feeling like a little bit of pressure might be taken off. Not pressure, but wicket-taking ability uh, might have been lost. I felt every time he came on, it was going to be more of a containing role uh, when we were probably in positions where we could have been more aggressive. Uh, so if that's what you want me to say, uh, in terms of wicket-taking ability, I think we saw yesterday that while he didn't bowl poorly, um, he just didn't have the same wicket-taking ability that Matt Henry, Will O'Rourke showed, even Scott Kugeline showed that, yep, while he's a bit erratic, he can still produce that delivery that uh, that opens up the innings as what we spoke about yesterday in terms of what Scott would bring to this lineup. Yeah, what, what, I, what I was going to say is the thing that he had done against South Africa 
you know, while he wasn't taking wickets, he was throttling them, right? He was throttling the run rate and putting pressure on the batsman, and that helped bowlers at the other end. But of our front-line bowlers, he was the most expensive yesterday, and he didn't take a wicket. That's when you start to go, well, what's he, what's he there for? Yeah, day one, I guess. Um, yeah, it's a tough one, right? He's, uh, he's, as bowler, he can bowl pretty well. I, I thought probably Tim Southey, in terms of his links yesterday, um, he probably didn't bowl as well as you'd expect. He didn't bowl as full as he generally does. He didn't drag Steve Smith on the front foot early. He was able to play from the crease. Uh, a lot of the balls were going over the stumps, and, and that's not what Tim Southey needs to bowl. Tim Southey needs to be not afraid of getting driven um, in, in the, at the start of play. And even then as well, he kind of flowed onto Matt Henry. His links were a little bit short at that first period as well. Um, and you've got two quality openers. So, yeah, look, I think if New Zealand was going to get off to that start, they needed to expose that middle order to the new ball a bit earlier yesterday. Yeah, all right. Uh, it is 11 past six here on SENZ Breakfast with Ricardo and Mitch uh, in for Izzy at the moment. Uh, coming up on the show, the NRL mole, Tony Adams, is going to join us out of Las Vegas. He's there for the opening round of the NRL. Uh, we'll catch up with him just after seven. Also after seven, Barry Tomlinson is going to preview the F1 season. They are in practice mode at the moment in Bahrain. First race is Monday morning New Zealand time. Izzy Dag. Uh, is going to join us after 8 o'clock. We'll talk to him about his round yesterday. But he's also, uh, it's Izzy versus the world this season. So every week we've got a different person going head-to-head with him on Super Rugby Picks uh, today. It's Mitch. And then uh, Nigel Tiley is in for our Love Racing update as well. Who am I? A new Tour 360-24 from Adidas Golf is available now at adidas.co.nz. But every Friday, we've got a pair to give away. So we're giving away a pair of those shoes today for Who Am I? Here's clue number one. I'm an Australian international cricketer with over 7,000 test runs. I'm an Australian international cricketer with over 7,000 test runs. Who Am I? Double eight, double three is the temper bedpost text machine. Uh, text already through from Mark and Tauranga. Morena, lads, and Araha. Welcome back, Mitch. Big thanks to Paul the Party Mawadi. Loaded up on his tip of there being a six in the first innings at $10 and got a big fill-up. I'm putting it down to Mitch being luckier than Izzy and not stopping bets you guys talk about. <laughs> yeah, we actually just spoke about that. We backed that one in, eh? We yeah. said if if Aussie win the toss, um, jump on that one. So I'm glad you filled your bucket. Unfortunately, I still can't bet on cricket, so yeah, right. uh, I missed out on that one. But I'm glad someone filled their boots. Awesome stuff. Yeah, first session it was rather than first day, but yeah, nice one, mate. Nice, Mark. Yeah, glad you got paid. All right, let's crack into this. All right, uh, Mitch, uh, three big questions for the day. Triple threat. Breakers point guard Parker Jackson Cartwright gave ESPN analyst Derek Rucker an absolute spray after the Breakers knocked Sydney out of the uh, NBL playoffs. Parker was actually part, uh, sorry, not Parker, Rucker was part of the ESPN commentary crew. So they were actually courtside with the headsets on, still commentating and wrapping the game, and Parker's over to him, just giving it to him. Um... Uh, which I, I like to see, actually, to be honest. In fact, at the end of the day, uh, Modi Mayor and a couple of the Breakers players went and pulled him away because he was just getting stuck right in. You got any audio, or are you uh, going to reenact uh, well, what, uh, I don't, what was said? I don't think I can reenact what was said <laughs> without getting a BSA complaint. But uh, fair to say, Rucker had written an article that uh, basically ranked the imports, and it didn't mm. rank 
uh, Parker very highly. Shall well, we say. he's not very tall, is he? No, well, well that is a, true. It's a high ranking. <laughs> yeah, high ranking. So he gave it to him. But it got me thinking, do you ever have someone in your career that just uh, that you played with that really went after somebody, whether it's a commentator or a journalist or something like that, uh, for something that was said about them? Or, or most of them just kind of, it's just white noise and they don't pay attention? Oh, yeah, yeah. There's been a few, obviously. Um, probably the one that comes to mind is obviously... Kyle Mills when he went after the South Africans um, in that semi-final. I remember watching that as a as a kid back home and just going, what is going on here? Um, in terms of attacks on journalists, yeah, people who read the media, you definitely hear guys guys actually hit the guys up, and you would know. Mm. Like if you say something on the radio that someone doesn't like, you get a message, you get that kind of stuff. And I know uh, actually Mitchell Johnson got a bit of a spray from uh, – from Mitchell Stark and, and the likes mm, after yeah, he wrote right. that article about what happened with uh, Justin Langer. Um, so, you know, there's definitely guys out there who will go after people when they say stuff. Uh, yeah, it's fascinating, right? It's a it's an interesting one when it comes to that. Yep. Um, I mean, Parker hopefully, or he did use that as motivation to, to put that performance, 34 points he put on the board the other day. Um, so it's good when it gets used like that, but... Uh, you know, sometimes as players, you just got to realise that's people's jobs. Jobs is, to talk about you. Yeah, it is their people's jobs. Actually, the Mitchell Johnson one's really interesting because uh, it wasn't so much the, the crack at Stark and, and those guys, but it was the crack at Warner mm. and uh, what he said about David Warner because I'm all over Mitchell Johnson for that. I'm like, yes, yes, <laughs> somebody in Australia is saying it. Good, get stuck in. Yeah, it's tough. I feel for Mitch because he, he's a good man, um, and again, he's he's made that switch over to the media side, right? So he's got to he's got to have an opinion. He does. That's you the know? thing. Yeah, so, there's no point doing this if you don't. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Round two. All right. I know you're a big NRL fan, Mitch. Mm-hmm. Yesterday, it was revealed that uh, former Maroon star Cohen Hess has done an ACL. He is out of the NRL season completely. Uh, how big a miss for the Cowboys is that? Yeah, I think it's big. Um, I think particularly with Leilua throwing his weight around and, and his contract negotiations and what he's he's looking like, he's off to... He's gone. Gone, gone to, to St. Dragons. George, so he's gone to the Dragons. So that's been done. So so you lose Cohen Hess after that's been done. Uh, that's a massive, massive loss. Cohen Hess had been making that transition to the front row. Um, he's doing exceptionally well. He burst onto the scene, didn't he? The mm. first couple of years, Cohen Hess was a man mountain. You couldn't stop him and then just went off the boil. And I feel like the last 24 months, you know, 18 months, he's been at his best, if not one of the better forwards in the whole competition. So that's a massive loss for the Cowboys. Um, you know, they, they, they've been there or thereabouts the last couple of years and you feel like they're, they're not far away from challenging for a premiership, but that's going to be a massive blow. Yeah, top eight hopes done, do you think? Oh well, it's hard to say when you've got half your games in Townsville. That's a it's a very very tough place to go and travel. So you back them to pick up their points most of the time when they're at home. So they'll be there or thereabouts. Yeah. All right. Okay. Let's crack into Round this one. Three. Izzy's obviously away on the donut doing his Homer Simpson impersonation, um, playing in the pro am. Went all right yesterday actually. Ten under. It's not bad. Not bad. If you could play the New Zealand Open pro am with anyone, who would it be? Oh, probably Izzy Dag when he has his first beer after <laughs> after getting, getting back on the bottle. <laughs> Having a good laugh. Uh, play with any golfer? Mm. Sheesh, I'll tell you what. Uh, probably John Rahm because he got the same length swing. 
Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll probably get, be able to get some clothes off them as well because they probably look the similar size at yeah, the moment. Yeah, right. Yeah, ra- yeah, Rambo. Oh, Rambo. Yeah, he's a bit fiery, isn't he? Yeah. He'd be uh, he'd be good value to play with, I reckon. Oh, mate, yeah, that's a, that's a great shout.